family, welcome to another episode of Growing Goals Eternal Families podcast. My name is Esther. I am your host. Um, I hope you're doing good. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you. So today we're going to be talking about questions and doubts that you and myself might have about our faiths as Christians. Um, so I'm going to start by saying that it's okay to ask questions about your faith as a Christian. God is not scared of your questions. Um, if God didn't want us to ask questions, and it wouldn't create, a, it would have created us as robots. Um, in this world, there are going to be things that are going to happen, that we're going to hear, that we're going to witness, that will probably shake our faith and make us begin to ask questions and wonder, um, is God really real? Does God really exist? Will many people really go to hell? Um, these things are like super, um, they're almost like really head turning and almost faith crushing questions that we might have. But my prayer is that our questions and doubts, I pray that they do not draw us away from God, but rather they draw us closer to Him and increase our willingness to know God. Because as bad as our questions might be sometimes and as really terrifying they might be, they might just be the door to leading to a stronger and more effective faith in us so let's look at a man in the bible that had questions he had at least maybe just one question actually uh, you probably know him his name is the his name is john the baptist um he was a forerunner of jesus christ um so he came to hurt he was born to um to Elizabeth in a really old age so he was a foreigner of Jesus to come into the world and prepare the um the path for him so after the coming of John and the coming of Jesus also John was put in a situation where doubts began to set in you know he began to have questions it was in Herod's prison and Herodias wanted him dead um but I'm and probably John's view of what um, Messiah should do um, was not met. You know, John probably expected Jesus to bail him out, you know, to do something. And John was not getting saved. He was still sitting in Herod's prison. And he probably started to have doubts like, um, is Jesus real? Or was it just another false Messiah that was coming back then? So in Luke 7 verse 18, John decided to ask questions. Um, he sent out his, um, a message through his followers and said to Jesus, Are you the one John said was going to come? Or should we expect someone else? Are you the one we should be expecting? Um, Jesus answered John's messenger. So in Luke 7 18, Jesus said, Go back and tell John what you've seen and heard. The blind can see, the lame can walk, those who suffer from dreaded skin diseases are made clean. The deaf can hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is preached to the poor. How happy are those who have no doubts about me. So, Jesus was basically telling John, um, his messengers to go tell him that, hey, I'm real. The signs speak for themselves. Um, so the universe of God actually does speak of his existence. When doubt sets in, many times all we have to do is just take our eyes off our present situation and look at the world, look at the universe. It tells of his glory. Someone is definitely holding the world together for us to still be alive, for everything to still go on the way it is. Science can only tell us so much. 
there is some definitely a supernatural being behind this whole universe. Um, hey, and sometimes you might ask questions like, why is something happening? Why is this happening? Why is that happening the way it is happening? Despite my prayers and stuff. Uh, we must understand that we cannot understand everything that is going on in this world. Aside the fact that the world is damned for destruction and condemnation because sin has corrupted the world. It has brought pain. It has brought shame, sickness, poverty, death, and so many things. We still cannot blame everything on God. Our God is good. He made the world a really good, good place. But it got contaminated. It got corrupted. It got tainted with sin. And sin has its consequences. So, but we must also realize that we cannot understand everything that God is doing. Or why it doesn't do some things. We are humans. And we must always remember that we have limitations in our understanding. I mean, think about this. In this world, we have a hard time understanding even some really mundane things. You know, some things that everybody probably understands. Sometimes you're like, I don't, I just don't get it. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. Even as simple as going back, if you are still a student or you are not a student anymore, even students have a hard time grasping contents that we've been taught at school sometimes. These are simple things, but you might even have a hard time understanding it. And we have a hard time understanding some things that some people do, things that are happening in the world. We don't even know everything that is happening in the world. Yet, we want to fully know and understand everything about God. And why the world is the way it is, why God doesn't respond when we want Him to, or the way we expect Him to. We literally want to know everything about God. We want to know everything in His mind, and we expect Him to just map out everything for us. But it's just not possible. It is good. Our mind is not designed to understand everything that God is doing. You see, the book of Isaiah 55 verse 89 says, My thoughts, says the Lord, are not like yours. My ways are different from yours. As high as the heavens are from the earth, so I am my thoughts and ways above yours. So we cannot understand, fully capture, fully pin down everything that God is doing. It's just not possible in fact not knowing everything many times is a blessing because with much understanding and much knowledge comes a lot of responsibilities because you know something now you're probably gonna have to be able to you know, keep it up so knowing too much is not always a good thing sometimes so when trust when doubt sets in i mean we need to trust god we need to trust the one who understands everything fully and we need to know that he loves us always remember that always remember that God loves you and he's gonna work out everything for your good as said in Romans 8 verse 28 we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him those who he has called according to his purpose so if we go back to the story of John the Baptist unfortunately he was beheaded but he did live a life of purpose John the Baptist lived his life to the fullest the purpose he was born for it was fulfilled so maybe your grandma, your spouse, your child, your relative, your friend died even after you pray for them and that makes your question is God good? Well we don't know exactly why they didn't go on to leave but we can be thankful and grateful especially if they were a believer before they died because we're gonna see them again and 
that is always painful that is never gonna be a very sweet when we lose someone we're not gonna be smiling we're not gonna be really happy about it never it's always gonna be painful but it's a great wake-up call a great wake-up wake-up call for us to live life fully awake and aware of its limitness it's so amazing how God can use the death of someone to change a thousand of people even though such a death is painful it is still very purposeful you know I remember watching this movie um, I can't really remember what it had. Um, so it started God's Not Dead um, you can go watch it I think it's on Netflix um, the death of one man God used the death of one man to answer the questions of many to strengthen the faith of many to save many and of course when that person died we probably wondered so he was a pastor everybody's probably like oh my god god why were you all like pastor to die why were you all like something like this to happen he was a good man it was this it was that but as christians we should be ready to suffer just as christ suffered even if that means dying for the glory of god for the greater good I don't know about you but as a Christian if you're not ready to lay down your life so that many others could get saved then you probably need to question and ask yourself about your faith and God are you really a Christian you know when we come to know God we should be willing to be God I'm ready to do anything either suffer die whatever it takes for the word of God to get to many others so even if such things, when we see someone die, especially if they're a Christian, we begin to question, why is that happening? But God has a purpose for everything that happens. And sometimes, yes, it is sad. People really, people, maybe people were persecuting the person and the person died. God too can use that person's death for greater good. And like I said, death is always painful, but it is a great wake up, wake up call to make us begin to see the greatness of life, the blessing it is to be alive, and it pushes us to want to do more. Okay, um, Philippians 1:21 says, "For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain." It's if we live, we will live it for Christ, and if we die, eh, we're gonna be with Christ. It's just, it's just amazing. But my main part is, it's okay to ask questions. So I don't want to go over my main point. My main point is, ask questions. When you have doubt, it's okay. Doubt many times is a great means to faith. It's a, it's, a, it's a road, it's a path that eventually leads to faith. If John the Baptist didn't ask questions, he wouldn't have gotten an answer from Jesus. Think about that. Will you get all your answers unhurt? Most certainly no, but many of the questions, many of the things we ask questions about that move us to doubt could actually be God's way of burdening our heart with an issue so it can walk through us to a solution. What do I mean by that? If, you, um, if you're bothered about a set of people, maybe who are impoverished, um, who is maybe bothered about certain people that have not gotten saved, uh, and it makes you question why God is good, why he isn't helping some people, why some people are not getting saved, why he allows them to continue to live such a life of, you know, such a sinful life. Have you ever considered that maybe God wants to help those people through you? Maybe he wants to reach those people through you. That's why it's really important in your heart with that. 
Jesus is not coming to hurt again until the second time. Until then, you and I have been assigned to be his representative and ambassadors in this world. So, of course, we're going to be boarding with a lot of things. If everything on earth was perfect, we have no mission. If everything on earth was perfect, everybody was saved, if everything was smooth and rosy, we have no mission. The world might as well come to an end. So ask questions and you will be answered. You see the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 to 8 says, Ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks will receive and anyone who seeks will find and the door will be opened to those who knock. So go ahead and ask questions. Go ahead and ask questions. God is not afraid of your questions. Don't you ever feel less that you are less than a Christian because you ask questions about things that you don't really understand? Again, God is not shocked or scared by your question. He is your father and he expects you to ask questions because it facilitates our communication with him. It won't strike you from heaven because you question or doubt some things. No, it's okay. But don't keep it bothered in. That's Ask questions. Pray about it. Personally, even when I'm studying the Word of God, I have a lot of questions. There are many things that I don't really agree agree with at first. I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound good. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Uh, did Jesus really say that? Like, oh my God. And do you know what I do now? I put a question mark beside it. And I go to God in prayer. I ask Him. Or as I'm studying, I'm like, okay, Holy well, Spirit, explain this to me. I don't understand it. I ask questions and I always get my answers. God answers me. He might not answer me immediately, but he eventually does. Sometimes it takes me to a lesson to answer that question that I asked. So ask your questions. When you have doubt, instead of running around and making it get in your head and allow the enemy to walk through your doubts and make you question God even more, take it to God. You have a question about him? Ask him. He is in the best position to answer you. Okay? I want you to always know that God is good. God is good. And all the time it is good. It's not a cliche. It's not just a cliche saying that we say in the church. It's a true word. God is good all the time. That's his nature. It does not change. It says that in Malachi 3:6, I am the Lord and I do not change. Okay? I am the Lord and I do not change. It does not change. It is good all the time. You know, I read this book um, by Lisa Turkist. It's called Uninvited. There's a word that she said that, that I've heard on two since I read it, I think two to three years ago. It said, she said, the belief we hold about good should hold us up even when life seems to be falling apart. One belief that we all know about God is that it is good. So even when things happens not to be going the way we expect it to and people begin to question us oh you said god why is this not happening in your life you said god why did your god allow this to happen you said god why did this happen and you begin to be like that's true oh god why is this really happening i want you to always remember what you know that god is good and he loves you and he will never let anything bad to happen to you it might seem like it's bad, but it always has a reason and a purpose way. Again, remember, the way we think is not the way God thinks. The way we work is not the way God works. Our ways is different from His ways. 
So when you expect him to work this way, it doesn't always work like that. You cannot predict God. Never. Okay? And finally, before we end this, I want us to think, talk about um, brothers and sisters in Christ. Maybe um, a baby Christian, even a mature Christian. They might have a question about their faith in God. I want us to talk about how to respond to them, how to treat them. You know, I feel like many times um, in, in, in the church, we, be, we, we, we the church itself is so, we're so against one another these days, you know. Um, when people begin to ask questions, we fight them rather than help them to understand things. We begin to argue, we begin to get in a lot of disputes and we're quoting scriptures, trying to win the argument and stuff like that. And that doesn't solve anything, you know. God doesn't want us to fight. It doesn't want us to, no. So when you see brothers and sisters that um, that suddenly have questions about their faith, maybe because of something they're going through in their life, and they have the courage, again, it is not easy to ask these kind of questions, but they have the courage to come and confide in you that, hey, I have questions about this. Can you explain it to me? Don't judge them. Don't make them feel like a sinner. Don't make them feel like less than a Christian because they have questions. We should be loving. Okay? And try to answer the questions as others relate to you. And if you don't have a answer for them right away, also pray about it. Go with um, a brother, a sister, ask this question. I don't really know what to tell them. Can you help me understand it? Can you help them understand it also? Can you deepen their faith? And you should be checking up on them often because they are probably at a really delicate point in their spiritual life and you don't want to make it that it's your judging or your attitude towards them that's going to be a stumbling block to them in their faith. So we need to really be loving in the body of Christ. Okay? So I'm just going to round this up. If you have questions about your faith, if you're going through anything that's happening around you, you might want to think about the fact that this is something that God is calling you to find out more about. So you can go into the Word of God. What does the Word of God have to say about it? Find answers to your questions. Find answers to your doubts. And let the Word of God instill faith and trust in you. Okay? Again, this might be something that God wants to work work for through you. So this might be something that God is trying to solve through you. So that's why it's burdening your heart with that. That's why it keeps putting that thing in your perspective. So again, and finally, when brothers and sisters in Christ have questions, do not condemn them. Do not judge them. Try to answer the questions lovingly and pray that God instills faith in them. And you must always remember that God is good and He loves you. And He's working everything together for your good. We're not going to always understand everything that is going on, but you can trust that God loves you. Okay? So thank you so much for listening today. And I'm so glad that you stay tuned. And I really hope that has blessed you in some way. Uh, thank you once again for joining. If you have any questions, any comments, anything you would like us to talk about, um, any prayer requests, please don't hesitate to send it to us. Um, you can send me an email at official 
gjef at gmail.com or you can send us a dm on our instagram and our facebook page at growing gold external family and you can also check out some blog posts on our website at www.growinggoldseternalfamily.com thank you so much once again for joining us my name is esther and i love you so much remain blessed and again always remember that you are eternally loved by God. Bye-bye.